Blog Talk Radio. Interviewing your favorite musicians, comedians, and other creative souls. This is the Carrie Edelman Show. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Carrie Edelman Show. I am so excited tonight as we have the singer Matt Nevitt from the rock band Message from Sylvia joining us tonight. So it's going to be a great interview. I'm really looking forward to having him on the show and talking all about this new album that is going to be coming out tomorrow, April 7th. It is their debut album, and it's uh, self-titled. I've had the chance to listen to it many times, and it is absolutely phenomenal. So we're going to discuss that tonight. You're going to learn about their musical journey and how this uh, band recently came together. Before I bring them on, I'd also like to just do a brief introduction to my show. Um, They are one of the many amazing bands that I've had the opportunity and pleasure of interviewing. Some of the bands I've featured on my show have included Tremonti, Trivium, Sick Puppies, Lacey Sturm of Flyleaf, Red Sun Rising, Shaman's Harvest, um, and so many others. So please support these bands. I created this show truly to bring artists on in the entertainment industry to support them and to help promote them and spread the word about their music. I also have comedians on my show, filmmakers, etc. So I'm going to show you're going to get a great taste of what these people's lives are like, what it's like to be in their profession. Um, although I have a background in psychology and that's what I have my doctorate degree is in, I always put out the uh, disclaimer that my show is purely meant for entertainment purposes And um, there's no formal therapy, but we really do an interesting interview. And you're going to learn some cool stuff about the artists I have on my show that you probably will not find elsewhere. So if you're tuning in tonight, please create a Block Talk Radio account by going to blogtalkradio.com. If you want to call in, the number is 805-243-1320. However, I'm going to be predominantly focused on the show. But if I get a minute here and there, I will go back and forth between a chat room window that I have open. All right, so let's do an amazing introduction for Message from Sylvia, and then we'll bring Matt on. So from my research and and reading up on uh, these guys, and I know Matt because actually I had him on my show about three years ago when he was in Dory Drive, I wanted to open the show a little differently than I usually do. To me personally, what happens when you combine an amazing singer like Matt Nevitt, formerly of the rock bands Eco Valve and Dory Drive, with the talented Lopez Smith brothers, who are formerly of Third Decree, you really get a phenomenal sound. And these, the new sound you're going to get is Message from Sylvia. It's just an amazing rock band. The band formed, as I mentioned, less than a year ago, and they were introduced to each other by the national-based, I'm sorry, Nashville-based artist manager Eric Baker, who is of Concrete Marketing. Within a short period of time, these guys have written a self-titled album that will be released tomorrow. And it was produced by none other than Sahaj of the hard rock band Ra. I've also had the honor of interviewing him on my show. So tonight we're going to promote their new uh, single that they have out. It is titled Right Here and Now. It's getting some major radio playing attention. And uh, also be sure to check these guys out on tour right now with the hard rock metal band Red. All right. So without further ado, I want to also thank Ed Bunker from No Problem Marketing for um, taking the time to set up this interview for me. I've done a ton of work with him and have had so many of his artists on my show. So it's always a pleasure to promote um, his artists. All right. So let's bring Matt on. Hey, Matt, how are you? Jerry, good. How are you? Good, good. Thank you for joining me tonight. 
Oh, well, thank you for having me. You're not gonna you're not gonna make me cry today, are you? Why is that? It's, it's it's today here. Well, I mean, I heard your your cancer before, so I just wanted to make sure you weren't really gonna get you know deep down in my psyche and you know really break me today. No, no, no. That's not my role. My role is to build you up and and showcase how amazing you guys are. <laughs> good, good, so, good. Are you having a good time today? You have a good day? Yeah, yeah. You Where are you guys located? Probably, aren't you? I am in San Diego right now. We're I'm in San Diego, California. We okay. uh we're having we're having a little beach afternoon. Very nice. So if yeah, it sounds like yeah, I can so, I can hear the so wind. This was a Skype session. Yeah, and I'm so sorry for that. That's um, okay. I'm trying to get out of it, but it's it's kind of <laughs> everywhere. It's kind of everywhere. Um, but yeah, if if this could have been a Skype session, this would be a a beautiful beautiful canvas. Nice. Very cool. So is everyone with you, or are you just by yourself? At the moment, I am just hanging out in the sand by myself. Cool. Nice, nice. What's yeah, the th- temperature like there? Yeah, my toes in the sand. Yeah, honestly, it's probably only about uh, 76, 77. Oh, it's so, still better than on the East Coast, so you guys have a nice nice day out I there. I know, I know. <laughs> and, at, and at home, I just heard at home it snowed, so... That's home. Oh, wow. I, hope, I hope that stuff stops, especially before Definitely. I get home. I can't handle that anymore. We've had so many climate changes since since December, since we've actually like continually been touring. It's been okay. absolutely crazy and nuts. So that's crazy. We are we are enjoying today, and uh, yeah, I'm happy to uh, be on the phone with you. Well, same here. Pleasure is mine. So let's start out a little bit um, from the beginning because I want to just you know digress a little bit. Start about talking about you, kind of your upbringing, how you got involved in music, and then we're going to also get into, of course, how you met with the um, the Smith Lopez brothers. All right. Sure. Or sure, Lopez. Sure, sure, sure. Sorry. Yeah. Or Lopez Smith brothers. I'm not sure if I said it correctly. The Lopez Smith brothers. Yeah. Lopez Smith. Okay. L before uh, S. So that's how I remember it. All right. So um, you grew up in Illinois, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. I do so live yeah, in just, Illinois. Um, do you still live in Illinois? Yes, ma'am. Oh wow. Okay. Interesting. Because those guys are from Wyoming, correct? They are. We do a lot of traveling to to make this happen. Wow. Okay. Cool. Well, we're going to get to that that good part when the band comes together. But um, you know, growing up, just tell me a little bit about yourself as a kid, and try to pull in some interesting stuff, like if you played any interesting sports, you know, something that. Your audience oh, sure. and fans might not know about you. I honestly, I was I was an ordinary little rugrat, you know, from from day one. Um, but uh, I was always I was always interested in music. I was interested in music before I even knew I was interested in music. I mean, I was getting reprimanded for, you know, playing with my dad's records and, you know. <clears throat> maybe accidentally pulling tape out of cassettes and things of that nature when I was a kid. So <laughs> I, I always, I you know, I, I always had music by my side per se, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, okay. You know, I was getting the pots and pans out. I was making rhythms with that. You know, I got, had my own little Smurf guitar, you know, I had a good upbringing, good childhood, but you know, I was a little rugrat, um, you know, but you know, just, just like anybody else, you know, as they, progress in life, you know, you live and you learn and you get grounded. You don't want to have that happen anymore. You lose allowance and you don't want to have that happen anymore. So, right, you know, right. we, we we all kind of progress and, and, you know, do the best in growth in life, you know. 
But uh, I was I was always I was always an, an avid sports goer. I still am. I I die to play any sport anytime, even when we're on the road right now. Um, and actually, we just got done throwing a football, you know. So we like nice. to stay active. Um, and um, but, just uh, again, because I want to, I kind of want to build up to, you know, just you growing up and stuff. So as a kid, was there any particular sport that you played as a kid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played, I played everything. I played baseball. I okay. Feel, I excelled the most with baseball, uh, soccer definitely. Love soccer, love to run, you know, love to tackle. Uh, I wasn't really good at passing the ball, unfortunately. I okay. I get excited, you know, and just kind of kind of shoot down towards the goal. And you know, I think yet again, that's just one of those one of those moments in life where you know you just you have to grow as a person. But you know what? I was I was only eight years old too, so I think I played right. soccer from like. Eight years old until uh, fifteen. Fifteen. Wow. Okay. But okay. Uh, as, as I progressed in life, I I got better at sharing the ball, and I learned my position, and I learned the game. And, you know, I had, I had a lot of love for soccer, but mostly mostly baseball. I you know when the first time I picked up a glove and a ball, it just it just felt right. And uh, you know I got to do a lot with baseball too, up until high school. So uh, I really enjoyed that. Very cool. So just getting into music, too. Um, your dad was a musician, correct? And what instrument did he play? My father plays a main guitar. He still does to this day. Um, I was I was happy to see before I left for this tour, I, uh, I left him with all my studio equipment because I, my wife and I were having another baby, another little girl. Congratulations. Um, thank you so much. And had to make a little extra room for all that. And uh, so I lost my studio. So I left my studio with my dad. So now he's now he's totally like the guitar player, the singer, the inspiring you know producer, all that now. <laughs> cool. So so what did that, um, my father in a nutshell? Nice. What was what was he um when what was he listening to in terms of when you were a little kid? It, I read that you really kind of gravitated towards him, and you'd like to kind of watch him when he came home from work, and he would go and play his records and music. Yes, yes, I was <laughs> I was very much attached to my father. But the, the music actually, like especially when I was younger, would would start in the morning, <clears throat> and and that would start that would start with my mother. You know, you you would always know if it was Thursday or Friday. You know, if if you were waking up to Dan Fogelberg or or uh, or the Boston record. Okay. You know, and and you and you would hear the um, <clears throat> I can hear to this day my mom dusting the piano keys. She, you know, it, it would just start from the highest key all the way down to the lowest key, and you knew it was time to get up because Dan Fogelberg wow. was on, you know, or like I said, you know, Boston was rocking the house, and you know, I was like, oh, time to help mom, you know. So, I mean, even even waking up, you know, music was was a huge part of my. Was upbringing. something that was just right, you know. And your mom did? Did your mom play piano? She did not. No. Oh, no. okay. My mother, my mother, she uh, she writes amazing, um, like kindergarten rhymes and cute little things oh, like cool. this. And mm-hmm. she can definitely teach a, a little kid how to sing the ABCs. She's she's been very blessed to be able to do that. Um, I I think honestly she hides a lot of her talent because of because of some of my family, um, because I really have a a widespread talented family um, when it comes to music. Okay. Um, I think I think still to this day she really hasn't 
shown her her true potential. Um, okay. So I'd like to I'd like to, I'd like to make that aware, and especially if she's listening, she should she should really listen to me. Definitely. Again. <laughs> who el- who <laughs> else? No, definitely. Who else in your family? Um, who else in your family is involved in music or entertainment? It really, it it. <sighs> Most of everybody in my family who has a lot anything to do with music is on my father's side, but it's, okay. it's really it's really great um, to have learned here, like maybe in the past ten years, of how much um, music has inspired and caught on with my cousins as well. Um, nice. And those cousins were actually on my mother's side, um, so it's it's really nice to see things like that. That's uh, cool. The progression Definitely. of music in, in any family because. You know, it it should be instituted. You know, I mean, you know, and, and it is, you know, to a, to a certain degree, you know, in the upbringing of children. But it's it's just really it's it's really nice to see. Cool, um, cool. And if you so, don't you know, mind me and, asking, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. What um, did your um, What do your parents dad. do for What do your parents do for a living? Well, my mother is a kindergarten teacher. Oh, she is. Okay. That's where she. Yeah, that's where she comes up with those sweet rhymes. Nice. <clears throat> Exactly. And my father, he's been a sheet metal worker ever since I've been able to open my eyes and, you know, breathe this air we breathe. Right. He's a hardworking man. And, you know, that that gets back into, you know, what you were kind of delving into at the beginning of this. You know, he just, he's he's worked for his family. He's done everything and anything possible. Mm -hmm. And... You know, like I was mentioning, you know, throughout, you know, the obviously you you were you're reading some of my last interviews, and I appreciate that. You know, he he got home, and he didn't just get home, you know, and do whatever he wanted to do. He got home, he he did everything that he needed to do, mm-hmm. you know, as being a husband or as being a father. And then he finally had his time. You know, he he picked up his guitar. You know, he would be by himself. You know, he would. He would get a record ready to play, you know, and he would turn the lights off, you know. And it was a lot of, um, it was a lot of rush. He's a huge Rush fan, which wow. made me crazed Rush fan. I mean, my first show, which thankfully my my mom and dad took me to as well, was was Rush and Primus. Okay. Probably like <laughs> cool. Golly. I, I don't want to date myself right now, so I'm not going to. <laughs> well, don't um, worry. You don't. But however old you are, you probably don't. You don't look your age anyway, so you still look great. So don't worry about that. But go oh, ahead. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But I'm still not going to disclose that. That's okay. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, so I, I really did. I, I had a lot of um, positivity um, growing up. I, I had a great childhood. Um, great parents. I had great structure around me. Whether or not I chose to follow it or not. Right. That is what it is. Mm -hmm. But, you know, where I am in life today, like I'm I'm proud of who I am. You know, I'm proud of where I am. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's it's all because of that. So that's great. So fast forward in a little bit. So getting through school, when did you start to really get involved in music and you know, was it? Did you pick up an instrument first? Were you singing? Were you doing both? Tell us a little bit about that, and then we'll start getting into, you know, you getting involved in bands and et cetera. Sure, sure. Well, I mean, it all started with the pre-mentioned Smurf guitar. But you know? that's right. That's I mean, right. I the was, Smurf guitar. 
<laughs> yeah, I was I was listening to to the Beatles and I was I was uh I was pantomiming to uh John Cougar Mellencamp. That was probably my favorite little record, little eight inch. Nice. Uh, oh man, I, I played the crap out of that thing on did you ever have that play school record player? That little Karen Brown play school record player? I mean, it sounds familiar, but I don't know. No, I don't think so. I totally just dated myself again. I need to stop doing that. No, stop. You didn't date yourself. Stop. But <laughs> this is cool. But this is cool stuff you're sharing. No, it's cool. Go ahead. Keep yeah. going. Yeah. So I mean, you know, it 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 really it really started there. Um, I was never a guitar player. I was never a guitar okay. player by any means. Um, I think I think initially I wanted to be a guitar player because my dad was a guitar player, but you know, anytime I felt that, you know, I was, I was trying to progress on the guitar, I would just listen to my dad and I would just get disenchanted. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm up here, you know, playing Mary Had a Little Lamb or, you know, whatever on right. the chord structure, you know, and, and he's down there and playing Eruption by <clears throat> Van Halen, you know, I mean, it's just, well, this sucks for me. Like, I wanted Aww. to have something. I wanted to have something for my for myself. Um, but not only for myself, I wanted to have something to where I could actually spend time with my dad musically. Right. Um, so I bought a drum set. Oh, interesting. Okay. I bought a drum set for a hundred and a quarter. And literally that day, I thought I was buying that drum set for a hundred and a quarter. So I had gotten all my grass money put together. And I got myself a hundred dollars, and I found myself a quarter out of my piggy bank. Nice. So, obviously, we we can see where this is going, and and the uh, the individual that I bought it from, he was kind of taken back because obviously he wanted one hundred twenty five dollars. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> but I mean, you know that, right. that 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 just shows my age, and uh, you know it's funny because I'm still in contact with that man, and uh, oh, he actually funny. has been a great inspiration as well. For my musical career, especially being a Very drummer, cool. he was uh, he was one of my dad's friends, Mark Moreto, um, and uh, and yeah, but uh, he gave me this. Uh, well, he gave me he he loaned me for a hundred and a quarter uh, this uh, this really nice vintage Slingerland kit that uh, that I taught myself how to play drums on, and uh, I knew you know then that you know okay I have rhythm, you know my dad definitely can't play drums. You know, so mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to progress this a lot quicker <laughs> than I am at a guitar. Um, so my first uh, my first two weeks, I I sat myself down with uh, the ACDC Black album, actually, <clears throat> and uh, pushed myself to learn that just so I could get good rhythm. And then uh, I pushed myself further that second week to learn Smoke on the Water so I could jam with my dad when he got home and surprise him. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So did you actually, I know you were playing with your dad and it was a way for you guys to definitely connect and, you know, spend some time together. Did you actually play drums in, you know, a band of your own or was that just something you did with your dad and then you got into singing kind of like parallel into that a little um, bit? No, it did. It, it, uh, it, it progressed. Like, you know, we, we had a lot of basement sessions. Um, and my, uh, my first band, I was, well, my first real band, I, I had a lot of 
fun little, you know, kind of play school bands with kids in the uh, in the area. You remember like the Hot Licks guitars and things like that. Like, you know, they would bring mm-hmm. those over, and you know, we we would jam out to that. But um, yet again, there I go. I dated myself. But anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> it's fine. Anyways, it's cool. Um, it's all good. So I really started probably I was fifteen on the cusp of sixteen because I just finally gotten my license and I got into my first band. Um, it was called Endorphin. And these guys were all 22, 24 years old, you know, and we had mm-hmm. gigs playing in bars um, when I was in, when I was in high school. And, you know, I was, um, I was working, you know, I was, I was proud of what I was doing. You know, I was, I was a good drummer at the time. Um, I was cool. loud enough for, you know, older guys, you know, to want to jam with me. And, you know, luckily, I don't know if my parents to this day, you know, are happy with the decision that they made, or maybe they didn't. Maybe I just pushed them too hard, you know, broke them, you know, to, to let me go out and actually play those shows. But, you know, it's 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 all instrumental to, to your growth as a musician, you know. Right. I mean, I right. was... I was introduced to a lot of things way too early because of that. But, right. you know, yet again, like I said earlier, you know, everything, you know, that, that you encounter, you know, just, just really molds you into the type of person that you are, you know. Definitely. And like I said, I'm I'm proud of who I am, so I take nothing back. Great. Great. So you're playing drums with these guys that are older, and then when do you start getting involved in singing? Like when does that start start to take precedence that was my senior year of high school okay and um this was when creed was like okay top of the world nice you know? mm-hmm. no, no 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 i shouldn't say that it's not top of the world because it was still my own prison out they, they they had just come out okay. um but to me they were like top of the world they're like you know the best thing ever and um as I mentioned before, my dad was also a singer, and he had this, like, you know, kind of raspy voice, um, you mm-hmm. know, in his band. You know, and I kind of thought, you know, well, okay, that's how you sing. You know, like, kind of something like that, you know. I mean, obviously <laughs> it had some right. to it, you know. And, I mean, you know, it, it sounded a lot better than that. It was, you know, but I'm just kind of getting. <laughs> getting into character. I'm getting you there, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm I'm coloring the canvas for you, you know. There you go. Um, you know, so these guys, they had gotten a hold of me. Guys closer to my age, which which was nice, too. Um, and they're like, hey, you know, like we jam, you know, will you bring your drum set over, you know, and, you know, maybe we can start a band, like a different band. Mm-hmm. Like, well, yeah, you know, because this is what I want to do. I just want to play music. Like I've seen people late at night and, you know, how it affects them, and it's awesome. Now, I don't know if really if that was awesome or not, but at the time, you know, like seeing stuff, it's like, oh, wow, this is what music does to people. I want to do that. I want to play that, you know, and be a part of that. But so I uh, I got my stuff together, and I met them the weekend after and <clears throat> met them in their garage. I set up my drum set, and at that time, like, I had, like, this 12-piece drum set, like, every yard. You know that well. Every week of all the yards that I would mow, I would put all my money into buying like a new drum. You know. Okay, so you you're working so like on the I, side doing landscaping and stuff. Oh, gosh, yes. 
Oh, yeah. Good. So okay, yeah, pull, pull in some of that stuff, too, because that's always interesting to hear kind of what you guys did on the side to, you know, get your career moving in the direction you oh, wanted well, it to go. I mean, musically. For me to get any of my musical equipment, which was drums back then, you know, yeah, I right. worked my butt off. I, Good I, for you. I cut lawns and, you know, and I saved my money and, you know, I asked permission if I could spend my money and, you know, it was it was all on drums. You know, it was, uh, wow. I'll never forget the day where I actually went in and bought like my first brand new drum set because I, you know, through one summer, you know, I had I had saved all that money. It was really That's awesome. Great. So after awesome. that, I just wanted to add on and add on and add on because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm still I'm still in like the the Neil Pert phase. You know, rush. Right. <laughs> you can never have too many drums to hit. You know, so. Right. Um, so anyway, so I'm setting up all these drums, you know, and the guys are getting, you know, excited, whatever. They got they got a drummer, you know, so like, <clears throat> you know, at least for the day, you know, we start we start uh, we start playing and everybody's having fun and they have the singer and you know he's he's having fun too and he sounds cool, you know, and he's a, he's more like a like a screamer or what have you. Like I think we were doing like White Zombie and Pantera and you know some okay. some other stuff. Um, and then, um, and then they started playing Creep. They started playing, uh, what's this life for? And nice. So I was, so I was like, yeah, awesome. You know, so I'm just back there, just laying down the beat, you know, casually. And then all of a sudden I just, I, I accidentally start singing, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and they stopped, they stopped like in the middle of the song and they said, did, were you singing? I said, oh, guys, I'm so sorry. I, I didn't mean to ruin the song. You know, I just, I'm really right. digging Creed right now. Like, it's it's hard not to sing, you know. Uh, I'll shut up, <laughs> basically. I was like, I'll shut up. And they're like, no, 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 no. Do you, do you mind if we put a mic behind you? Do you, do you think you can do that again? I'm like, well, I, I guess. I guess I could do right. that again. So that's really how I started figuring out that other people thought I could sing. <laughs> and it was just natural. Not, so not it wasn't something that I like thought you. I could sing. Other people right. thought I could sing. Yes. That's awesome. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So you never did you ever take any lessons or no? No, I'm still waiting. Anybody you're still waiting. No, you don't believe me. me. You're 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 phenomenal, Matt. Seriously. I no, mean No, 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 no. There's there's always there's always something better out there. There's well, you know, there, there's, there's always, always something to learn and, and I want to learn. I've been I've been waiting and, you know, I've been waiting in the wings for so long, you know. And what are you I, waiting for? I, I, I would love, I would love just to get the opportunity to work with somebody just badass. Okay. You know, just to take me, just to take me another step, you know. Right. I've done this right. all myself up till now. And but what, <laughs> what is, I'm, and I'm just asking you this for you personally, what has stopped you from taking it to another step to, to meet with someone if you really want to? Well, you know, I, especially where I am in life, you know, I mean, right, just time, your, your money, your your, right. your, your, time money, your money, time. I mean, right. your, your your money goes to bills, you know, right. yeah. mean, it's not like, oh, well, we're going to take out of uh, the soon to be diaper fund, so I can go right. hang out with right. Jim Chaplin, you know, or, you know, something, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, no, you, I, just, you just don't do I that. Appreciate you don't do that. that. I'm not in a place to do that. And I feel that when the time's right, something will be presented. And I just, I would definitely be very excited and open to take any advice that anybody right. can give me. 
right. you can you well, can get you can get advice, you know, from an opening band. You know, they might know they might not know, <laughs> you know, that right. you're actually like figuring things out like as they're performing, you know, or you know, something that they've been doing, you know, like before the show, like to warm up or whatever, you know, but like yeah, I, I could be headlining, I could be like first support, second support, and there could be a local on that's three bands even ahead of us. And I'm mm-hmm. still be listening. That's you know? cool. Well, I think that's something really commendable. I mean, that you're illustrating throughout this whole interview is just your flexibility in your thinking and being open-minded and always wanting to learn and grow. And I think that's the key in life, you know, for people who continue to be successful and get to know themselves and develop. So I think that's really cool. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's fast forward a little bit so we can get to the real good stuff, which is going to be uh, your music with the new band. So, um, yeah. So as let's see, you graduate high school, correct? Did you go on for any other additional schooling or anything or vocational? Um, I went, I went to a, um, a local college for oh, okay. maybe no, I, I didn't graduate. I, I actually got caught up in uh, in getting a job at a uh, at a music store. Okay. And it was it was a lot of money, like immediately. So you know, it kind of it kind of just like blindsided me. Right. And I fell out of my studies, and I just at the time I was I was a little jaded about life, and mm-hmm. you know at the same time I I was I was a little clouded too. I was doing things that weren't the best for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was young and I was, I was experimenting and, you know, yet again, that's, those are all character traits. <clears throat> right. Right. But, um, so I did, I, I started working, um, at this music store, Elmore Musical Warehouse. And, uh, you know, I, I came on, you know, and I was, you know, the proverbial bitch boy, you know, like dusting pianos, you know restringing guitars, you know, setting up display areas, things of that nature, you know? And before I knew it, you know, I was the night manager, you know, and then I had, and then I was the drum instructor, you know, like I was progressing and I was, I was feeling good good about myself there. Mm -hmm. But then yet again, you know, things that were consuming me at the time did exactly that, you know, they, they consume me and, and I made, I made some mistakes and I could no longer do what I was doing at that time. So I, I lost out on college. I lost out on the job that I really enjoyed, but Mm -hmm. at the same time, I I still had not lost sight on being a musician. Right. Um, So, you know, is what it is. Sure. Sure. But eventually, you know, you do get on the right path, evidently, because, you know, you were involved in some very successful bands, you know, Eco Valve and Dory mm-hmm. Drive had some, you know, amazing success um, with your, you guys were best new rock band at the WAMI, uh, you know, yeah. awards in 2013, you had Here's to You, that was a great track, um, and the, an album, no no less, in Top 40, yeah. Active very Rock Charts, and yeah, 2014. So why don't we let's let's you know progress a little further, and share with what of course with what you feel comfortable. I'm not 
trying to push up or pressure you, but what led to them, um, you guys disbanding back in uh, 2015? And then we'll start talking about how you met the, the Lopez Smith brothers. Sure, sure, sure. Um, well, yet again, that proverbial industry, you know, kind mm-hmm. of <laughs> here to take on the moral thing. Um, so the label that um, that we chose to let represent us, um, it seemed really exciting at the beginning. Okay. Right. Um, everybody had a good mindset. Um, initially, I wrote that record not to have anything to do with active rock. I wanted that hot AC, like, immediately. I really didn't feel that we had that the backbone that the active rock has gained, you know, in the past, okay. you know, 10, 12 years. I mean, I mean, let me ask you a question. When when you think of a band, you know, in the active, active rock genre, give me three. Oh, gosh. I mean, I like a lot of, he- you know, I like a lot of heavier bands. Like, I love Red. You know, I know you're touring with Red right now. That's sure, actually one of my sure. favorite bands. I guess, oh, gosh. I mean, but bands have changed I, so much I, over think, the years. For example, think, think about think of a band that's like actually taken a taken hold, you know, of our genre, which is active rock. You know, you're you're talking about. Give me three, if you can. I mean, I didn't oh mean gosh. to turn the interview um, around on you. No, you're right. No, it's fine. To be that person. I mean, I think a lot of <laughs> bands. Well, I think no. For example, I think a lot of bands have transitioned from a sound that might have been heavier to something that's a little more rock now, or even pop. Like I'm thinking Papa Roach. You know, Papa Roach okay. has a couple of new tracks out, and I would probably say they're active rock now. I wouldn't really put them in a heavier category as I might have years ago. No, no. Well, I, I feel okay. Just speaking of Papa Roach, I feel you go. They, they, they're just they've evolved with the times. But well, right, you know, right. You know, they they started out as this alternative rap rock, you know, kind of you know cliche band. You know, right. and now, yeah, I mean, they could be, they're a serious band. I mean, oh, Jacoby has serious vocals, you know, like the evolution of a band like that to watch is inspiring. Right. You know, but so, what I'm getting at is, is yeah, what are you how getting at? progressively heavy active rock has gotten. So right. Because if it okay. was just the Papa Roaches, you know, of the day, if it was just the Chevelles, you know, right. Breaking Benjamin, I re- I, Breaking I, Benjamin. Exactly. Right. I really feel that the echo valve or excuse me, not echo valve, um, Dory drive could have, we, we could have found our place with that. But, right. you know, when, when Dory drive hit, you know, it was, you know, the five finger death punch. Right. It was, mm-hmm. you know, overprocessed, you know, com- complete like hard rock which is right. awesome and it sounds fantastic but that's not what I was writing mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so yeah. when I when I went into this deal I was let on that there would be money um, you know to land Dory Drive you know in that hot AC category and mm-hmm. lo and behold when I finished the record we found out that well, you guys are just going to go to active rock. And I just, like, personally, I felt, yeah, I just, I didn't really, honestly, I can't even tell you what I thought. 
because I was just I was so embarrassed and I was so hurt at the same time. I mean, you you're telling me that I spent all this time on a record and like bled my heart and soul into a record that is just honestly going to be dismissed because you're going to put it in. You right, know, where so, would you so, and where where did you personally want it to fall, like genre wise? I in terms honestly, of, I I wanted it I wanted it to follow, you know what One Republic was doing at the time, okay, you know what Maroon gotcha. Five was doing, you know, but wow. just with a little mm-hmm. bit more of a backbone. Right. And I think if right. you revisit okay. that record, I I have a helicopter flying over my head. I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> okay, but I feel if if you actually revisit that record. You'll see, you know, the direction, you know, that yeah, that was being envisioned at out. the time, and you know, at the you know at the same time, like I I sold this idea, you know, to to my guys, like my brothers at the time, like my best friends in the world. I'm like, you know, like believe that this can work because, you know, it's either way it's going to be tough, you know, but if we actually get heard. You know, this this could completely change our lives, and right. everybody jumped on right. board with me. So, unfortunately, over time, you know, just things kept going south with the label. Um, unfortunately, the label uh, tried to do some some other things that were questionable. Not, in, in my right, eyes. not PC, right. Yeah, not PC, exactly. Right. And Aww. and I saw it, and I told the guys, and I told the label, I said, I said, I'm sorry, you know, like, this isn't what it was supposed to be. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, hey, you know, 90% of record deals are not what they were supposed to be. I'm I know, ignorant. it's a shame. I know. But this this was definitely not what it was supposed to be. Right. And I said, guys, I, I have to back out. So unfortunately, right. I lost. I lost all those guys, as you know, as my friends, you know, and, wow. and everything else. I mean, it's just tough, you know. It's, I you know, know. Those, those positions are tough, but you have to make those decisions. You have to justify. Yeah, no, you do. What's What's going to be best for you? And sometimes you have to be selfish, and that's right. that's just life. Right. No, mm-hmm. I I totally respect and can understand. Right, how challenging and difficult that situation must have been for you. For sure. So you, okay, so you guys disband. This is around 2015, and, you know, you're kind of taking a break. Were you thinking about getting involved in another project? What were you doing in the interim before we'll get into Terry, you guys meeting been, up? Go ahead. Like, right after, you know, everything was said and done, I was I was contacted by, by another buddy of mine, and... Another musician who's, you know, I mean, he, his name's pretty much cemented. Like, he's he's pretty big time. He, he plays for an amazing artist, and I don't need to, you know, throw these names out. Okay, you know? but that's fine. We, we, started, we started writing a project for ourselves. They wanted me, you know, as the boys, you know, to actually write with them as well. Um, and we started writing a record almost immediately from my departure um, okay. from Dory Drive. Um, they said they, they actually sent me all my studio stuff, um, you know, to be able to start writing with them and, you know, kind of ping-ponging ideas and such. And, and this, 
that that was something that you know it was it was just going to be like a one of those fun publishing things, you know, where everybody's got their ends and you know make make some uh, mailbox money. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Mhm. And so I mean, we we had started that, and I'd been doing that. I I was working on that stuff the day that Eric Baker called me. Wow. Okay. You know? And real, so. real quick, let me let me digress for one second. When you're talking about writing, because I know you said you don't really play guitar, you're primarily a drummer, you're a singer. You know, are you talking about you come up with melodies in your head? Do you use the drums to write? Like, how do you write when you're writing a song? No, after excuse me, I I actually taught myself how to play guitar. Oh, okay, okay. There you go. Yeah, I mean. I can't play not, Eddie Van Halen Eruption like, like right, my father. Right, but you can play enough to, you know. Right, but gotcha. I, oh yeah, I'm I'm pretty awesome on acoustic guitar. I mean, nice. I, I can hold it down. Yeah, yeah. I Very mean, I've made cool. a lot of money just playing acoustic shows when I had to. I mean, just just to make ends meet. Um, cool. And and I think in a, in my recollection, my fuzzy recollection, when I did teach myself how to play the guitar, <laughs> that's why I taught myself how. Because I needed to make the extra money, so right, right, okay. Mm-hmm. So, so that is, Eric that Baker is contacts what I you the most. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely, Thank you, definitely dude. with your songwriting. So, and how do you know Eric Baker? What was your connection to him? Well, the funny thing was, I was looking for some last-minute representation for Dory Drive. Oh, gotcha. And I had hit him up. And the funny thing is, is I sold myself a little hard to him. I think I told him like we had, we had made like top twenty on the on the charts. We had made like <laughs> right. top thirty on the charts. Yeah, that's right. And, that's not uh, too far his, off. <laughs> thank you, dude. His uh, his his email back to me was, well, next time you hit up a manager, make sure that manager doesn't work radio for a living. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Yeah, so he, he he totally called me right. out, but I mean it is right. what it is. Right. But but that was that was like the last communication I had with him, other than the okay. phone call that started message from Sylvia. Interesting. So mm-hmm. was he okay? So let's now get into message from Sylvia. So you get a call from him. I'm assuming he is somehow familiar with the Lopez Smith brothers from First Decree. You know what was, was how did that all come them. together? Oh, okay. He was there. Gotcha. Yep, exactly. So he was he, he worked their radio um, with their first two singles. Um, I wasn't really familiar at the time, but I know they had a single Stop. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm sorry. There, there was one other. But there was yeah, I was listening songs. to some of it last <laughs> night, actually. Yeah, they were solid songs. Um, mm-hmm. And just by the way, like, they're – the singer of the past, Travis, he is one of the most stand-up individuals I've ever met in my life. Okay. He is just a great, good-hearted person, and I actually consider him a friend today. Like he's, cool. That, that's just been just something else. It's, you know, it's kind of like been an additional gift to all this, you know. But um, anyways, that was that was the whole First Decree thing, because they were all First Decree. Right. With their buddy Travis. Right. Before, you know, before I came along. <clears throat> so what happened that, you know, Travis evidently, they, for whatever reason, they parted ways. The brothers decided sure. to continue to mm-hmm. move on. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Yeah, so, so, so they started to – oh, did you want me to continue or do you want – No, go ahead. This is up to you. No, Let's go not ahead. make this awkward. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Go ahead. They, um, they were taking a lot of direction from Eric at the time, and he had asked them to find a producer you know, and, you know, kind of kind of find somebody, you know, to kind of hone everything in that, you know, they were envisioning that they wanted, you know, to, to kind of make that a reality. Um, so, you know, they, they, had, they had spent some time in the studio with Sahaj. Sahaj is absolutely ridiculous. He's, he's an amazing Oh, my God. Yeah, artist. I mean, he's, an amazing he's artist. just he's an amazing phenomenal. He's an amazing songwriter. He's an amazing singer. I mean, he's an amazing person, really. I mean, I know. You know, I mean, he won't contact you on the weekends, but he'll contact you on the weekday to say what's up. His weekends is right. off limits, but that's just because he's such a family man. He loves that little boy so much. He's a good dude. Aww, um, that's cool. So yeah, so they started working some stuff out. La 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 la. You know, Eric got a hold of me. Um, the only reason he got a hold of me is because I was trying to sell one of my buddy's bands. Um, he, my buddy called me, um, my buddy Jay, and he's like, Hey man, I got this new band. You know, I mean, you've been touring for so long now and me and him, him and I, we, we toured for a long time as well in Echo Valve. He's a guitar player and mm-hmm. him and I were the primary writers of that band. And he was like, he's like, dude, like, I just want to get back out there. You know, I like, I need help to, you know, have my sound heard. And I'm like, dude, absolutely. You know, so. I started making some phone calls, you know, what have you. And I called my buddy who's a promoter and a, a venue owner in Tennessee. And all of a sudden, we're not talking about Jay and his band anymore. We're talking about Eric Baker and him having a conversation about me the day before. <laughs> like, why is anybody having a conversation about me? I have my own thing going on right now. Right. You know, but uh, it, it's really, I say and I'll keep saying it. This band, like, if there was a word to describe this band, it would be unorthodox. <laughs> because mm-hmm. everything since our inception has been just that. Right. Right. That's so it, cool. It truly is, you know. <clears throat> so Eric eventually gets in touch with you, and how does the Stars Alliance, where you fly out to meet these guys, what what happens? Yeah, so Sahaj so starts sending me some music, um, and everybody's asking, you know, for me to put my own twist on it, you know, and I'm able to write in on it, which is awesome. Like, that makes me feel good. I'm like, okay, well, you're not just wanting me for my voice, which I still, to this day, I'm like, why do people want my voice? But it is No, your it's. voice is great. <clears throat> no, it's great. It really so, is. <laughs> I, it is. I wasn't looking for you to... To support no, I'm just, I'm just no, I'm honest. saying that. I'm just being no, but I'm, and I am too. I'm genuinely saying that. I mean, since <laughs> I've had a copy of this, you know, promo album, I mean, I've been listening to it nonstop for a week. It's just, it is. It's that good. Both sonically, musically, songwriting. And your voice, I think, is interesting because it is a different, you know, I think it's a heavier sound than you had with Dory Drive. So I think it is really oh, cool. 100%. To, yes. Yeah to see just some of the other dynamics with you doing some screaming and, and, you know, it's very tastefully done, but it's, yeah. So anyway, go on. So they, they send you stuff and you start working on it. 
Exactly. So I so I start working on it, and then when when we all kind of know that hey, you know, nobody's going to waste anybody's time here, you know, let's let's just go for it. I hopped on a plane to Los Angeles. I met the guy for the first time. Well, not necessarily the first time, because my wife and I actually met them, not remembering, um, months and months before. Um, we have a we have a friend that was running a uh, at the time, and she had she had invited us to uh, come see the grand opening of her club and in their online radio station. Well, the guys in first degree were actually there, and they actually sat next to me, you know, and and my friend who was the club owner, and we were actually having a conversation. But that really didn't even click, you know, until right. I don't know, probably a couple months ago, to be honest with you. But anyway, so, I mean, they, yeah, it is, it is funny how things like that kind of, kind of happen, and you know, start of the line per se. Um, <clears throat> so they picked me up from the airport, you know, and you know, I don't know them from anything, you know. Obviously, they don't know me other than you know a couple FaceTime um, sessions, which you know those were nice, you know, we that was. It was our only means of communication, like like to actually understand, you know, and, and see the demeanor of one another, you know, FaceTime. Right. I'm very thankful for that, you know, because you know, talking to somebody over the phone, you know, you, you can only get so far, you know, but if you can actually read into them and their actions and their demeanor, sure. then, you know, that really truly helps kind of sell, you know, the the, the entire conversation. You know, so mm-hmm. it's 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 a positive. Um, so, anyways, I mean, they they pick me up. You know, we we hang out that evening, and then right away the next day, we're we're in the studio, and I was I was in L.A. for less than two weeks, and you know, with all my ideas and with everything that was already on the plate, we knocked this album out. Wow. Not just the album, though, but the second single right here and now, which that song wasn't even meant for this record. It was a song that I had, um, and I, I had kind of stored away, and it was never meant to be as heavy as it is. Interesting. But we can thank Sahaj for that. But, okay. But, you know, like the melodies <laughs> and everything in place there was just like, it, it was really the perfect storm. It was awesome. Like, once... <clears throat> Once I shared it with everybody, everybody heard it, and they're like, "Oh wow, that's that's really cool." You know, that chorus is awesome, and you know, it, it just felt really good to bring something truly organic into the process instead of just writing mm-hmm. in. Um, and it was a. I really feel that um, that was like, for me, you know, that was like a a positive, you know, point on the timeline, you know, to where this band really became a band other than just right. That's... some guys in the studio, you know, myself in front of a microphone, you know, giving what I can, you know, my makeup, you know, and, you know, kind of infusing that into a record, you know. So Definitely. It was good. It and was I, good. I think cool. title, We're proud of it. title-wise, real quick, I was going to say, and, and you might have just actually said this, but that's what I wanted to pull in is, you know, when you guys decided that that song was going to be on the album, I mean, right here and now is kind of, like you said, the culmination of everything coming together 
you know, with you and the brothers and Sahaj and just the whole project. Um, and it's a great mm-hmm. track. Yeah, it's a really great track. Yeah. So let's do this because I want to definitely fit that song in tonight, and then we'll we'll talk a little bit more about, you know, the album. I want to ask you some questions about the artwork and the meaning of the band name and all that good stuff. So um, any other any other specific meaning behind the title to the song? Right here now? Yes. It's a specific moment when you have to decide what you have to do yourself. No matter the repercussions, like, it has to be just for you. Because those mm-hmm. are the best decisions that you can make as a person. I mean, it's it sounds selfish, but it's it's really not because we we give too much sometimes, you know, and and we get overshadowed by that, and sometimes we even get held back, you know, because of that. But mm-hmm. if you can finally just sit down with yourself, be real with yourself, and say, hey, this this is what you need, this is where you need to be, and this is how you're going to do it. Right. And you just do it right here cool. and now. There you go. So there's no well, question. Let's do, there, absolutely. I think you, I think you've put it very well. Um, so let's do this, Matt. I'll put you on hold. We're going to check out the track, all right, and debut it. And uh, then we'll come back and we'll do some more interview and then we'll wrap it up soon, okay? Sure. Thanks, Gary. All right. Thanks, Matt. Hold on. All right, everyone, again, you're listening to Matt Nevitt from Message from Sylvia. We're going to check out their hit single right now, right here and now, no pun intended. And uh, be sure to check out and pick up a copy of their album. It's self-titled. It'll be out tomorrow on April 7th. And as I mentioned, it is a phenomenal full-length album. Seriously, every track could be um, a hit single on it. So check out this song right now, and we'll be right back.
All right, everyone, welcome back to the Carrie Edelman Show again, right here and now by message from Sylvia. Please, please check out their album tomorrow and pick up a copy of it. Let's now bring Matt back on. All right, Matt, awesome, awesome song. Awesome, thank you. Yeah, yeah, great, great track. Do you mind if I mention a couple of my favorite tracks on the album, or do you want to just wait until your album's no, released tomorrow? No, please do. Yeah, no, okay. Please do. All right, and I'm going to tell you what I want your next single to be. Maybe I'll be on point, maybe I won't. Okay. Maybe um, you will. You know, some, of the, some of the tracks I love, Heart of War, which was your first single, which is great. Alive is awesome. Okay. Uh, Never Want to See You Again, awesome track. And I think my, one of my personal favorites is Fall in Line, and that would be my choice okay. of your next single. <laughs> I'm pretty proud of that song. Yeah, that song is just great. I mean, yeah, really, really cool, cool track. Cool. I'm, you know, I'm I'm happy that you gravitated towards that song. Cool. Yeah, like I said, every song's great on it, but for some reason that mm-hmm. one really just kind of struck a chord with me. So yeah, well, definitely. Good. It's kind of like the it's kind of like our uh, state of the world, state to the world song. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's our address, <clears throat> where cool. we are right now. You know, where we've been, where we can be. I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. So, Very yeah, let's simple, talk a little. Simple message. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about the album uh, artwork because that's my other background is I definitely like art. Um, it's very interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, it looks like, I mean, it's from, abstract, again, my. Right? It's abstract, but again, this is where my psychology stuff comes in a little bit, of course, mm-hmm. in an appropriate way. Um, you know, it, it's this person that looks like they're made out of paper where they're actually reading a yes. paper. And then you have mm-hmm. these birds that are kind of picking apart pieces of paper mm-hmm. that as it looks like their head is kind of dissolving. Um, mm-hmm. I was able to make out one of the words which said despair. I could not get the other two words on the paper. It was driving me crazy. I blew up the, I blew up the <laughs> album cover. I'm looking at it. Um, so, yeah, so tell us a little bit about it because I just – I think it's a really cool, you know, cover and definitely symbolizes probably a variety of different things. Well, it truly does. I mean, honestly, it, it depicts the record. You know, it, it, it depicts everybody's mentality, their their feeling going into this record. You know, the the blood, sweat, and tears that, you know, it takes, you know, to try to accomplish what we try to accomplish. And, you know, honestly, you know, what we try to accomplish is almost the impossible, you know. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, 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 a, it's a very – it's a very frail environment. So I don't really want to get too far involved in the artwork because I really okay. hope, and, and we do as a band um, hope that, you know, all of our, all of our fans, you know, can, can actually just find something in that artwork for themselves to attach Definitely. to, you know, and, and be like, okay, well, this is what I need out of this for me because that's exactly what the record is too. Like we, we don't want to just preach about why songs were written, you know, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and where we were when, when those lyrics, you know, were, were put down on paper. It's, it's all about the empowerment, you know, of, of the songs and how they make you feel. And that's really for me personally too. Like, that's that's the message. The message is empowerment. 
Mm-hmm. Definitely. And like you said, leaving it open to interpretation and letting each person have their own experience with their music and apply it to their lives, you know, in whatever way they see fit. Well, sure, sure, because I'm, we're all individuals. We all see things differently, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think that's that's the beauty of art. And I feel that, you know, that's exactly what our cover is. I, I feel it is art. It's actual artwork. You know, Definitely. Where, where somebody can just take an outside perspective and just, you know, look at that canvas and make it theirs. Definitely. Who did, if you don't mind asking, and if you want to plug them, who did the artwork for it? Well, we actually, all of us together, we decided, you know, on a couple different things that, you know, were really, we were really gravitating, you know, towards at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, as in, like, the specific artist who did it or who put yeah. everything together because it's it's yeah. honestly the day of it's the day of Photoshop. So Oh really? These, okay. These, these were yeah, yeah, these these were these were all ideas and, you know, pictures taken, you know, that were kind of morphed and you know Okay. Really cool. It was really cool how yeah. it happened. That's really cool. So are you all of you guys, you know, um What's it called? Photoshop users? Do you, you know, are some people more savvy at it than others? I have the entire Adobe catalog, and I know how to use probably sixty percent of it. Ah, <laughs> but cool. I did not do that. We okay. have um, we have pros that work, um, you know, alongside us, you know, that, mm-hmm. that help us, you know, kind of gotcha see these visions and live them out. So. Um, all I can tell you is that it really encapsulates where we all were when the record was written, and we're very proud of it. Yeah. No, I mean, it's 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 a great start for you guys. I think it's a, a phenomenal first album, and, uh, yeah, I have really good hopes that this is going to be, a, you know, an awesome one for your career and get you guys, uh, you know, heading in the right direction. Yeah, well, absolutely. I mean, every band hopes for that. You know, but we're out here right now. We are we're working for that. You know, we're just not we're not sitting home. We're not waiting for it. We we believe in this band. We believe in us as individuals. Um, we put on one hell of a performance. Um, this entire tour with Red has been incredible. That's great. Um, you know, it, it's just you know. I, I like to say, you know, I'm a Bill Murray fan, so, you know, that is okay. what it is. But baby, okay. baby steps, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. even though I've had projects in the past, you know, and the guys have had projects in the past, like, this is still baby steps. Like, this is a brand-new project, you know. It's it's just birthing right now. So right. we're feeding it, we're nurturing it, and we're doing everything possible to make sure that this is a success because we – we see great things. Yeah. No, I do too. I mean, it's, it's, it's a great album. Um, yeah. I don't want to keep you on forever. I mean, we've done an hour and it's been a phenomenal interview. I mean, I really appreciate you coming back on and I hope you're not going to wait Jerry, another three I years. Just, <laughs> I am just getting an amazing tan right now. Nice. <laughs> That's what's happening. Like we're, <laughs> we're having an awesome interview and we're, we're discussing so many fun things and, I am just basking in the California sun, so there's there a you go. place. 
other than there you I go. probably do want to grab a beer here pretty soon. That would be awesome. Okay. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure you're not too far from somewhere to get that. Yeah. And tomorrow we're going to be in West Hollywood, so we're excited about that. First time at the Roxy ever. So cool. that's just going to be pretty epic for us. So That's great. Well, it's the it's the release of your CD, first time at the Roxy, open in for Red. I mean, can't get much better than that. Yeah, that's pretty cool, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, no complaints on our end, not at all. Very cool. Well, I want to be able to let you continue with your suntan and hopefully get that beverage you're looking for. And um, again, amazing interview, Matt. You're and just to you know to let you know, you're always welcome back on the show. And I look forward to hopefully hearing once this album you know kicks off and really gets you guys moving. Definitely, when you have that second one coming around, you have to come back on. Absolutely. Thank you for your time, Carrie. Okay. Yeah, thank you so much. And also, please um, feel free to plug any sites that you want people to check you guys out at as well as if you can also post the um, link for the podcast, because I would love your fans to be able to check out our interview if they didn't tune in tonight. Oh, for sure. And for any new listeners, you know, that has never heard, you know, a message from Sylvia, um, our, our pledge campaign is actually ending today. And we have a lot of cool things happening with that. Um, you know, it's, it's basically just to help <clears throat> with, with everything that's that's gone into the record with touring and things like that. We we're still an independent band. We're still working on our own. Um, so every single pleasure counts. You know, it doesn't matter what you could do if you could just pre order the album or if you see one of our packages and you know, you you kinda you kinda gravitate towards that just because we're cool and awesome and come up with amazing amazing packages and incentives. But <laughs> you know, check that out. Um, you know, please, there, there is a pre-order um, tonight. There's a special pre-order um, on iTunes and on Google Play. Um, so you're going to be able to actually pick up the album for pretty much dirt cheap um, if you do it tonight. Um, cool. And that's just, that's just all about numbers. That's just, that's just all about notoriety. So, you know, we, we appreciate everyone. Um, and, Carrie, like I said, thank you for your time. Um, and let's do this again soon for sure. Yeah, yeah. Thanks so much, Matt. And again, much success to you and the band, and also to you and your wife and the new baby. And um, oh, thank yeah. you so much. Absolutely, and I'm looking forward to seeing what's going to come with you guys because, like I said, I I really dug the album. It's great. Awesome. Well, All right. keep listening to it. And definitely keep pushing it forward, Carrie. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. All right. All right. Okay. I'm going to go Thanks find so much again, now. Matt. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. <laughs> Take care. Have a great night. Yeah, All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, everyone. Matt Nevitt from Message from Sylvia. Check out their album. It's going to be out tomorrow. If you tuned in late tonight, check out the podcast. It will be available after the show ends. Um, thank you so much for everyone who continues to tune into the show. If you want to learn more about my interviews, uh, follow the Kerry Edelman Show on Facebook and become a fan of it. I also have a personal page if you want to befriend me and you can follow me on Twitter at Carrie Edelman too. So thank you so much for tuning in. There's over now 220 interviews. Again, check it out. Every interview is different and unique. I really tailor it towards the artist or entertainer that I have coming on my show. This is not a cookie cutter interview and you're really going to learn about these people's lives and, and their journey in their profession. So thanks so much for tuning in and have a great night.